Hi everyone and welcome to the Imprint Podcast. Today I'm with Jacqueline Monroe from ASICS. Hey Jacqueline, how you doing? Hi, how's it going? I'm so excited to be here. You finally made it. I know, I know. It's been a time coming. It has been, but um, thank you for sparing time on your weekend to do this. No worries. You're a busy woman. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just excited to be here. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so let's get down to it. Tell us who you are and what you do. Um, well, I'm Jacqueline Monroe. Um, you can call me Jackie. Um, I work for ASICS. I'm a color and materials designer for the specialty um, makeup product. Um, so like marathons, collaborations, um, all that fun stuff, and sometimes just some specialty product too. So yeah, that's what I do. Just some specialty product. She just adds that in. Um, just sprinkled like, in there. Sprinkled in there. Okay. <laughs> Nothing big at all, guys. It's, yeah, but you know, we'll find out later on for sure. <laughs> so what were your influences growing up that inspired you to do what you do to this date? I think overall, I was just like a very creative kid. Um, I wasn't like super interested in sneakers growing up just because like we were shopping at Payless. So yeah. <laughs> um but I do remember like, you know, getting a pair of sneakers and thinking like, this is really cool. Like I feel really special. And so I think it was just one of those things that kind of like led into my adult life. Um, but definitely being creative, going to school for something that I felt like I was really passionate about was really important to me. And yeah, here we are. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but can you tell us if you can of course what was the first ever sneaker that you fell in love with the first ever sneaker I fell in love with I know exactly the one it was a Chuck Taylor yeah. um it was just like a little high top Chuck Taylor action just plain black and it had a little pink like stripe around like on the midsole and yeah that was the first sneaker that I was like wow I feel really cool wearing this like I can remember getting them I can remember my mom buying them for me at like Marshall's um and I was just like so excited about them but though that's like the first love like was like the Chuck Taylor shoe I just felt so cool wearing them and then kind of from there on like into my teenage years I still wore Chuck Taylors so there you go how long did they last for Oh, I mean, until I grew out of them very like much. So like they just got beat up and like scootering and biking around on them. Like they were so beat up by the time they probably had holes in them. Um, but I just remember feeling so cool. And it was like, the more they got beat up, the more I loved them. Like it didn't matter. I was just excited. Which that is like blasphemy now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's just like, eh, eh, no, no, I've worn it once. I reckon <laughs> <laughs> okay it's time again yeah no got wear your kicks guys definitely you gotta got wear your kicks <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned in your fff that you had no idea you wanted to have a career in footwear mm. so can you tell us what route you were thinking of perceiving before you landed here yeah well it was kind of just complicated for a while I just didn't know what I wanted to do and so when I went to college I went for fashion design um I took a year off kind of between high school and college and yeah I just decided that like I wanted to do something in fashion it was a like a passion of mine I loved creating things and from a from a kid I would be putting things together stitching little clothes together for dolls or this or that and it was just something that I knew I had like kind of like a calling for um and so it kind of turned into that eventually at first I thought I wanted to go for like woman's lingerie okay. um 
that was like kind of like a first like oh maybe like I'll do that like that kind of sounds cool um I wanted to do like costuming for a while like just kind of like experimenting kind of what routes I had to take yeah and then I got the internship at ASICS and sportswear was kind of like another call I was like okay like sportswear like I like sportswear I could do that um and then from sportswear the I was in apparel when I was an intern and then I went to footwear and so I just found like once I was doing footwear I'm like oh I really love this like this is something that I could do like all the time like I love this like I have a passionate like I'm passionate about this so that was kind of the like twist and turns yes well I mean as we know life isn't straightforward anymore so no it's it's not (laughs) so it's kind of you went to different angles but just imagine I think if you never ended up where you are I think you probably would have worked in theater or something just yeah probably from the costume aspect yeah but yeah yeah. no definitely but that aside because we're (laughs) (laughs) okay so what was the first sneaker collaboration you worked on? And if you have it, can you show it to us? I don't have it, but I know the one. I know, I know. It was the the first collaboration that I worked on was Bodega. Okay. Um, so that was super, that was just like a fun project to do. It was definitely like complicated specking it all out and whatnot, but um, getting to work with Bodega is always something that's super exciting. It's like I used to shop there when I was like in college and high school and so to shop at a store and then to go kind of helping them pre- like make product and that was just a really cool experience um, but that was the first one that I kind of took on like all by myself like as a designer like and getting to work with the designers from Bodega it was just a fun project like it was super cool the colorway was awesome like they really killed it so yeah that one did receive a lot of accolades when it did drop, yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, do. I did I missed out on it unfortunately but I know hey I did too so and I helped work on it so <laughs> that's a common thing you're not the only one that that no, I know it's so common your own shoot and I'm just like how did how does this even how did that how where did we go wrong I know okay. I still regret not grabbing it to this day I'm sure something will happen I know I know maybe something maybe it will come to me in the future <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it out there universe but yeah put those vibes out there into the world exactly. <laughs> Okay, so what um, does being a colored materials designer actually entail on a day to day with your heavy collaborations? Like, what you know, what's the role that you play? Um, definitely pulling Pantone colors. You spend a lot of your day doing that, pulling in from hex codes or trying to like locate the perfect color that either a collab is looking for that you're looking for when you're designing the shoe. then also being in the materials library, just pulling different materials that you like kind of could work for a collaboration. Like if you know that they're looking for like a big open like mesh, like start pulling some of those, um, kind of getting things ready to go. Um, and yeah, that's kind of like my day to day, but it's spending most of the day on Illustrator um, and sending out some emails every now and then. But mostly my days are in Illustrator and that's that. Like I'm fully in it. Nice. I've had a little bit of an interruption, so I apologize. Oh, <laughs> oh it's a cute interruption. <laughs> jumping on me now. So all day-to-day life, folks. We keep it. Day-to-day. <laughs> God. Look, say hello to Jackie. Hi, Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, Rox. Okay, I've got to finish. Sorry. <laughs> okay. 
So please tell us from one founder to a, to a co-founder, your creative agency that is called mm -hmm. Fake Flowers. What's, tell us what that's all about. Yeah, um, so that's something I started while I was in college or helped start it when I was in college. I work with three other people, Ali, Dearvin, and Zach, um, and we kind of just all work together. And it kind of started out because we were... Zach had already been like an internship at uh, Converse. Right. And so he was working on stuff there. And then they started feeding him stuff. Like once he left the internship, they started feeding him work and it kind of just turned into, well, we're all kind of working on it. So we all just decided that the best way to do it was incorporate specifically for like tax reasons and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how it started. Um, and now mostly we just do like apparel stuff and little projects here and there. Um, typically I like stay out of all the creative agency stuff and I just help, I just help when I can, but it's, it's been exciting. It's been kind of like a little bit of a roller coaster ride, but it's just something fun on the back end and it's exciting to work on stuff. So. So how long has, has it been in existence? Um, since 2019. Okay. This is when we incorporated. So yeah. it's still pretty fresh. I get it. And can you buy any of your product and apparel on your website or? Yeah, yeah. You can check it out on the No Fake Flowers. It's just nofakeflowers.com. You can buy the apparel. We're selling out of some things, which is exciting. So hopefully we're going to do a new round of stuff soon. We're excited. It's just fun to do. And it's exciting to put your creative outlet into something that you're really passionate about. Yes. Check it out, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay stop stop god this child <laughs> look, look you're gonna say hello say hello everyone hi roxy she's so cute i know right oh she's adorable <laughs> okay go away now love you but go away so back to the original program <laughs> So you mentioned in your FFF, your biggest struggle was dealing with your mental health. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that with us, because I know that's um, a very tough subject for most people to share. Uh, yeah. Um, as well as losing your mum at a young age. Um, mm -hmm. How have you managed to manage your mental health in such a fast space? Yeah. yeah, I think it's difficult. I mean, you kind of just go, 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 and you don't realize you're slipping until it's a little too late sometimes. And that definitely was the case for me. I think I've struggled with it since I was a kid. And so I've gotten help throughout different periods in my life, but I feel like now is the most like powerful time to get help. Like I just felt like at a young age, like it was time. Yeah. Um, definitely losing my mom definitely affected me. I think you just kind of go, 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 go. Cause you can't stop. And then it's like, you realize you're grieving in a different way. Like you're grieving in other ways. And so, um, yeah, it was definitely just about time that I got some help and seeing like a therapist, obviously pretty frequently, um, seeing a psychiatrist, talking to your doctor, all important things to do. Um, Very. and it's definitely like, if you can't take care of your mental health, you're not taking care of yourself physically. So, um, definitely taking care of mental health was a huge, huge step getting help as like an adult and not just like when I was in high school or when I was a kid, it's like you need it at different periods in your life and it kind of comes and goes and it's always something that's going to be there. And so it's always something that you kind of need to keep a check on. Absolutely. And again, thank you for sharing that. I mean, when we were in our lockdown phase, I did do a talk series with um, Liz Beecroft 
left on Clubhouse. Only afterwards, then they decided to do a record function. So therefore, yeah, <laughs> there's no record of it to share with anybody. But it was in very important time to do that mm-hmm. as well. Talk about it, yeah, because we were re-emerging into the new new, as it were, mm-hmm. and various other things that people. And the new do. new is very different from the old, and it's just like adjusting is a big step. Exactly, exactly that. Okay, so. Now, I wanted to talk about wanting to be a creative director sitting in the incubator of energy team. Now, yeah. what does that journey look like for you? Because this is something that you aspire to do, correct? Yeah, I, you know, it's so funny because people are, well, what are you going to do to get there? It's kind of like it has to just happen. Yeah. Sometimes you can't plan everything out so perfectly. I think like definitely taking the steps is just like doing what I'm doing and in my role and kind of always looking out for future opportunities kind of. And also just like doing things that are going to help me get there in terms of projects, in terms of like taking it on yourself um, and definitely talking about it for sure. It's one of those things that like you, you aspire to do, but like getting there is going to be a windy path. Like it's never going to be straightforward, but definitely like growing in one company, I feel like is important. Like I'm just excited to grow at ASICS. Like I think it's something like when you kind of find a company that you love and you kind of want to stick it out for a little bit and see where it goes. Like that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, and who knows, like that can always change in the future, but I'm excited for what's to come um, and just like how I'm going to get there and what that journey is going to look like for me. You never hundred percent know, but I'm excited about it. Well, I'm excited about it too, because there's various other women, influential women in the industry that have been mm-hmm. with certain brands for a long period of time and you know now they're in senior positions within their craft so I wish you all the best on this journey and I look forward Thank to watching you. it as as we go and continue with the imprint so you know exciting exciting so okay we're down to the last two questions okay 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 and I'm having my hand eaten <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine I'm still here I'm still here we're good we're good <laughs> so okay is there any advice that you'd give to any aspiring color designers out there? I would say like, if you can get an internship, get an internship, like learning. I learned so much during the internship. Like everything that I do now was all, it was not only learned from school, but it was also just learned from doing it and like just getting kind of thrown into it. Um, so if you can get a good internship, definitely take advantage of that and, you know, push through, um, it can be challenging at times and and getting thrown into a situation where maybe you don't know all the answers, um, but pushing through that and kind of just like doing it as it comes. Um, but yeah, also just like collecting inspiration and doing little projects for yourself, um, is a great way to build your portfolio. Great. That's some fantastic advice there, guys. So Jackie. Last question. Yes. Tell us one fun fact about yourself, please. Okay. One fun fact about myself. My fun fact is typically always the same one. And it's that I have six vertebrae. (laughs) You're only supposed to have five. So I have an extra one. That's my fun fact for everywhere I go. And it's a stupid fun fact, but it's a fabulous fun fact. I mean, (laughs) you need it. I mean, I guess, you know, I just got an extra one. That's why my torso is so long. Got some height. There you go. Jackie, it's been a fabulous experience speaking with you today. Thank you so much. It's been so exciting. Even though you are the guest, we had a little terror intervene. No, as exciting, as good as it should be. (laughs) It's been amazing. We will speak real soon and thank you again. Thank you so much.
Bye. Bye.